Skins, D.C. It was terrible. Skin, they didn't lose big in New Orleans. Yeah, Skins beat the Saints. Were we off in, the, in just the score? Or we were still right on with the, we said the they were Skins gonna, being awful. We said they were going to get pummeled. We also said the uh, Bucks would get pummeled. They win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dubs picks up and play and uh, decides to go uh, and say that his Lions are going to win, which we always know is an awful pick. <laughs> yeah, but I can't go against him. So we will. Uh, I'm loyal. In a second, we'll actually get. Fault. We'll go to our um, to our NFL preview as well, which I, I would essentially say is mm. meaningless based on last week's picks. But first, the announcement. Al Hefe. I'm actually getting a little emotional, to be honest with you. Well, how long have we been in the show? Let's, let's set that up here. Staring at you. Well, let me make the announcement. Okay. I am leaving the hideout. For a weekend? No. A month? Well, here's the thing. Maybe. I am taking a leave of absence. And... It's very possible that the, you will not be returning... It's, it's more than likely that I will not be returning, yes. Mm-hmm. There is a chance that I will be, but more than likely I will not be returning. I, I, it's tough for me to say why. I can't actually... I can't exactly say, say why yet. It is work-related, we can say that. Yes. Um, yeah, and I can't even say that. I, I don't want to say too much. No, but that's about as far as we'll go. It's work-related. Yes. On why you're leaving. Yes. But the fact is, the one fact is, you are leaving the show. Again, I could be back in five to six weeks or never. Could be. But the, the chances of that are probably at about five to ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've accepted... All right, I'll, I'll just say. Yeah, are you going to? Yeah. I've okay. accepted a job with Lehman Brothers. And I this is I think it's a great company. I think the future Stable. I think the future's bright. And I'll tell you what, it's one of those companies that just can't fail. It can't. It's too big. Yeah. Too big to fail. So, um no. I I kid there, but I really am leaving. Mm-hmm. See now I don't think people know that they're probably with that joke, they probably thought that was a setup for that. For that punchline. That, that would be a terribly long setup for that punchline. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, we've done worse in yeah. long setups. Jeez. Oh, so you kidding me? Again, I can't say too much. Why don't you just talk about how you feel about leaving the hideout? All right, I can say that. Yeah. I, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, Burn I'll, it let down. Me say this. Goodbye. See you. We've said that four times. I know. <laughs> this time, the hideout will stay open. With myself, I'll have uh, that's, J-Dubs. That's debatable. It really actually is. With me, J-Dubs, Flip Satchel, and our new co-host, Robin. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but here's the situation. God, I can't, I, can't t- t- I can't tell too much, but here's what's going on. I, um, I got a situation, and uh, it's forcing me to leave the hideout. For real. Uh, I've I, I created this show a long time ago. El Jefe's Hideout. Uh, you want to talk about, about six or seven years? Ago? It, well, about five. It, we did our audition for WJFK the night we went to war with Iraq. Mm-hmm. That night, 
So about six years almost. Um, Working up on it. About five. All right. Yes, sure. Whatever. Mm. So anyway, regardless. um, So it it sucks because I guess technically I'm breaking up the team. Technically. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. J-Dubs and I have been together, working together for a long time. We've been very good friends. Mm -hmm. And I've decided he's not enough for me. (laughs) This is how it's really seemed this whole week leading up. Mm Mm-hmm. El Jefe will come in to work and talk to me, and we'll BS about stuff, and he just keeps on talking about his new gig and his new everything. And it's like, you know, if you have a wife or a girlfriend and she breaks up with you, but you guys are still kind of staying friends, that type of thing. But she keeps on telling you how big of a hog her new husband has. Yeah, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. It's always about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not you, it's me. And I'll say this, though, it is dubs. Like that, it is him. No. How is it me? It, he is the reason. Well, I want to know what you're getting out of it in terms of alimony or, you know, your half of, you know. I'm leaving. Sadly get... enough, I just get you, you, you yeah. misfit. I, I'm leaving him the hideout and the retarded child that comes with him. You. <laughs> That's what he gets. <laughs> That's good. So, anyway. So, uh, do, you get, do I get child support? No, hell no. Uh, I just you didn't got get put on to be the babysitter, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, there it is. Just Anything you'd like to say before you go? Final words? Last meal? Got many. Got some popcorn in here. I've got wings. No, not really. Got some granola. Flip loves that. I'm actually, I'm fine. I, That's oh. what hurts the most. I know. Wait, wait, wait. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to think about you all the time. I know your Saturday's off. I'm going to be... Yeah, that's... I'll I'll be listening. (laughs) I'm going to listen. Because I'm a big fan. I've done a a, a few different spin-off little things on sports stations and everything. Alhefe has not listened once. Not a big fan of yours. I know. Well, I've participated in some of them, and some of them just downright sucked. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I fully admit it. But sometimes... When your friend is failing, that's more fun to listen to than when he's doing well. Right. Honestly, I hope that's what happens to you at your new gig. My new situation. (laughs) Situation. Situation. Jesus. Sorry. Loose lips, big tongue, recipe for radio disaster over there, J-Dubs. All right, let's take a break. I'm going to break a little early. And we'll come back. Compose yourself. I want to compose myself because obviously I'm broken up over this. <laughs> that, that's the worst thing about it. You're absolutely not. Come on, that's not fair. I really am. Let's take a break, come back. We'll do the show for real. And But I just wanted to make that announcement up front. Uh, people were wondering what it is, what's the big announcement. I'm leaving the show. So I know so many people, I'm the anchor of the show anyway, blah, blah, blah. Let's get out of the way of the, the com- anchor that's been weighing us down. The com- mm-hmm. Yeah, the comedic genius, you know, et cetera, et cetera. J-Dubs can now go do his thing. Yes, I can entertain the masses. Yeah, you can uh, You could see now that it was Hefe that was holding Dubs back the whole time. So we'll take a break and we'll come back. Uh, we'll get the show started. We'll introduce the new girl. And we'll, uh, we'll talk bailouts, talk some NFL. And um, it's a glorious day. How do you feel? 
I am. Uh, it is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. You are listening to. To, to the Hideout. The Hideout. We thank you so much. Sodomite, the hideout. But we will destroy this place. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. 1-800-636-1067, here too. Also, let's introduce the new girl. If you, if you missed it, I just announced earlier in the show that I'll be leaving the show. Um, Could be a permanent hiatus. Yeah, 90%. That I'm right. I'm done, but uh, Dubs and Satchel Patch will stick around, and uh, they're looking for their new person to bring in. And so hideout tryout, hideout tryout. Someone just hanging out this week is uh, Nikki. She is uh, she's 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 funny. She's cool. She's gonna try to work her way in as we continue to talk mm-hmm. here. Um, and it is affirmative action, so her name is Nikki Palin. Uh, <laughs> she's not qualified, and she's uh, and she's trying to hang out. Hey, you got me here. And I'm a woman. Yeah, that qualified. too. No, that's probably not qualified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into it, my friends. 800-636-1067. One of the things I know you guys are going to miss, me talking about my Dallas Mavericks, some of the greatest radio we ever did in the hideout. Oh, come on. Some of the greatest radio we ever did in the hideout was during the 2006 NBA Finals. Collapse. When my heart was broken by my Dallas Mavericks. Dirk. What happened to Dirk? Uh, And Dirk was fine. Dirk used to be one of the illest players in the league. He still is. It's everyone else around him that sucks, except for Josh Howard. When Josh (laughs) Howard's on his game, the Mavs are great. When Josh Howard is off of his game, uh, they do not play nearly as well. And apparently... Josh Howard said something this week, or previous, that came out this week, uh, that people are up in arms. What exactly did he say? What happened? What's the Satchel Padgett, do you have the story, Doug? Uh, yeah, I got it right here. Uh, they're, they're sitting there. They're at a flag football game. And it's, it's a charity flag football game. Well, who's throwing it? Oh, hell, I don't know. I thought it was Allen Iverson. Yeah, it actually was Allen Iverson. Okay. So Allen Iverson's flag football game. Obviously a classy situation going on. Yeah, <laughs> and so they're playing a little... Uh, the national anthem, Star Spangled Banner in the background, and there's like a little video guy, you know, Alverson's got his guy, you know, document this, let's get this, put it on YouTube, whatever, I don't know. So they're playing the Star Spangled Banner, and Howard walks up to the camera and says, the Star Spangled Banner is going on right now, and I don't even celebrate that beat. Mm-hmm. I'm black. Right. So why did this make the news? What does that even mean? It means he's disrespecting the national anthem. It's no. like it might as well got the flag and started stomping on the ground. Where's that? How does that correlate that I don't celebrate this, I'm black? Because he thinks he's been hated on for his whole life, and he's been put down by the man. And because he's black, he's been held back from so much. And uh, because of the, Held uh, back from his millions. Yeah, he's I been mean, held back in this country that has offered him this stuff. He feels disrespected by the United States and the Star Spangled Banner to the point where... The Star Spangled Banner is going on right now. I don't even celebrate that crap. Right. Except he said something else because I'm black. Right. Because he's been hated on so much because he's black that he feels disrespected by what this country has done to him. Okay. So therefore, when they play the national anthem and a celebration of that com- uh, what you, country, what you can't do is personalize the past. When it, after generations, you can't really do that anymore. It, it's 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 dangerous. 
Why? Because um, the, the so current, what happened I, in the past? No, it still matters. It still matters. No, 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 no but, but but what happened in the past doesn't eventually play on and have ramifications to you. It does, but you have to realize that the past <coughs> is the past, and there's but, people. There, most people, most people are trying to better. The future. No, but whatever we are better in the future. You can't exactly. make this a slavery issue. Don't take this back to slavery because his ancestors oh, and that's oh, a bunch of crap. Right, hold on, no, no, let me ask. So so I just want to make sure we got this straight. So whatever happens previous oh, doesn't, does doesn't have a correlation yes, to how it does. people are Without treated today. Doubt it does. But it doesn't have nothing to do with him and what he's doing right now in his life and what this country has been able to afford him to do. Okay. Now, you keep saying what this country has afforded Josh Howard yes. from the Dallas Mavericks yes. in this whole comment. What this has afforded him to do. Why do you keep harping on this because country? Because if he was not born in the United States, if he was born in Japan, if he was born in China, if he was born in Afghanistan, Canada, Mexico, South America, Brazil, something like that, he wouldn't have been provided the opportunities that he has been blessed with, that as poor as he may have grown up, that the poorest people in our country, in well, our society, are so far and above richer, he should feel blessed that he was born in the United States of America and have the privilege of public school. And if he didn't have money to eat, in America? then public schools feed him. My mom worked in the public school district, and she knew kids who didn't get food at home, and at least they fed them. They would get one meal a freaking day, and it was off our government. All right, now uh, then let me let me now point out the flaws with you guys and your arguments. America did not afford him the ability to play basketball. That's why we have a lot of Afghanis in the NBA. I've let you two nincompoops talk. I didn't talk. say a damn thing yet. That's why I'm leaving the show. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I mean, throw that out there. I was, my apologies. That, that was that stung a little bit. I'm sorry. I could see the hurt in your face. He, no matter where he would have been born, more than likely would have played professional basketball. How? They have professional basketball leagues all over the world. He could make, very feasibly, more money going and playing in Europe right now as we've begun to see the trend that has started this year and with years previous. So this whole country thing, of this, what this country has afforded him, is a, is a bonk moot argument because he could have done that elsewhere and still made money. No. Now, I want to go over to the contention, though, about how uh, get over slavery. Okay, fine. Get over slavery. But lest no one we said that. Let, no, he did. No, I didn't. Lest we, you said, I'm black. What is the I'm black comment? Because I don't celebrate the Star Spangled Banner. I'm black. Because as black, some black Americans still feel that they are treated as third class citizens right. in the United States of America. Right, and that's going to happen. And that it is the United States of America and the racist foundation that we have in this country that continues to put them and cast them in certain lights. So why on earth? I'm even shocked that a black person would be interested in and ever stand up for the Star Spangled Banner. Are you kidding? When this country has abused black people for so long. <laughs> That's the even, weakest crap. No, and even now, people won't vote for obviously the better candidate oh, because he's half What has he done? Wait, 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 wait. We get it. We're gonna he's say getting that. just as many votes as a white candidate would get in that situation. Not in Ohio, not in Pennsylvania. Who cares? We're, we're, no, the, Ohio and Pennsylvania are swing states. It's incredibly important. So what is a swing state? He Look at how far he's risen in the states that have voted in this far. Apparently people are. But I'm telling you right now, a kid 
And Josh Howard, that was born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, yeah, well, I'm went sure to school everything for was fine free, there. did not pay for school at Wake Forest, could have been born in Brazil, South America, Afghanistan, China, Russia, and not been afforded the same opportunity that was given. The coaching, we talk about how privileged athletes are and how coddled they are from a young age. And somebody with this talent, you know good and well he was given everything because he had talent at basketball and was given a free education at Wake Forest. And now he's in the NBA and he's scheduled to make over close to $10 million in 2008 what does the money have to 2009. Why does the money have anything because to do with it? Because that's what the, he has been able to do in this country. And now, they're, granted, you can do it in other countries, well, but you don't see it. The country but you up. don't see it in America. You're seeing it now. The United States populates 80 to 90 percent of the NBA. Here, here's a rough a, guess. Here's a different part of it. By the way, let me reset. It is the hideout 106.7 WJFK 800-636-1067. In America, we allow our athletes to go make other money in other countries, unlike other countries who will keep you in there, like China. Give me two players from China. All right, but let's give me two players from China. You want to name them? Do you have two? I got Yao Ming. Yes. Yeah. Yao Ming, Wang Zhuzhu, um, uh, the Yi guy who's playing now for New three. Jersey. All right, so three people came out of China, and China has three times the population of the United States. Any Mexicans? For now. Any Mexicans in the NBA? Eddie Nahara. There's a lot of uh, Puerto Ricans. Uh, no, there's not. You Nava got, uh, what's his name? Nahara. Nahara. All right, all right you got one or two. One or two. So they, look at one or two makes it. One makes it from this country. You, one you, makes it from there. You look were, how many we have from the United States and the down opportunities. Your redneck, give me a moment. It's my last show. Jesus. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You're missing the broader point. The broader point is that a black man feels disenfranchised and doesn't want to celebrate the Star Spangled Banner. That is the moreover the point of what his contention was. Now, would you argue? Would you argue with his freedom of speech? Then, do you not want him to say that? Yes, I do not want him to say that. So you don't want there to be freedom of speech? Yes, I do. I think that's. I a, thought that no. was America. All right, no, he can say it. So black people can't have no, freedom of speech. He can absolutely say that, but I have the right to say you are an ignorant, spoiled little brat for saying that because there's people. Why is he so? There's why people he, in my family overseas in Iraq fighting so, for the freedoms. So, I've had people, family, so, in my, people in my family have fought for the freedoms that he has. People, if he doesn't like it, get out of here. Celebrate the flag. And you honor the people that have put their life on the line for you to have the freedoms that you do today. I would be, Don't disrespect them by saying, I'm black. Because a lot of black people and a lot of his ancestors put their life on the line Guess for what? freedom. All that freedom, all that freedom, black folks didn't really get to the 60s and really didn't start enjoying it until but the they 80s. started fighting for it in his, the Civil War. His mama, probably born in North Carolina, living in North Carolina, he's what, about 30 years old? He's about our age. So his mama, probably 80. born he's in the 20, 50 or 20, 60s. 28. Probably born in the 50s or 60s. Yeah, right. More His mom's 16 years older more than him. Than, more than... You're such an ass. <laughs> regardless. You know. regard, She's less than 40. Regardless. <laughs> She's not even 40. Stop it. Regardless would have been treated like a second-class citizen in North Carolina. You know so even his mama or his grandmama or anybody else. People, and for you to pretend like that doesn't weigh in is huge. Here's the thing. And this is the only thing that bothers me the whole situation. That people refuse... Hold on. That people refuse to acknowledge the steps forward taken and they they accentuate the, the the track they still have to go. Instead of saying, you know what, we still have this, this and this and this and I'm very grateful to the people who have helped me get this so far but we do still have uh, a ways to go. Why can't that be it? instead of saying, 
Yeah, you... let's, let's do that. Let's talk about how great it was I'm when sure. we were doing late nights on, in D.C. and JFK. And Josh let's just, Howard. Let's just live off of the progress of that. Now, no. thank you so much for that as opposed to where we need to go in the anger in our hearts that we've had because we haven't gotten there yet. So let's just go back. Wow, well, we've come a long way. Sure, it's but no we, big deal we we're going in the future. We don't crap on the people who have helped us so yeah. far. Yeah. All right, Josh Howard, somebody in high school should have set him down. And Has he never seen the movie Glory? I had to watch that in high school. Maybe if he watched the movie Glory, he would have a little bit more respect for our flag and realize that back in the Civil War, that black people okay. started fighting for do the you, freedom that know, he lives for Do you know the today. history of the flag? Yes. And do you know the history of the flag? Yes. Do you know about like the, like the Pledge of Allegiance and all that? How yes. That, how that was a gimmick to sell flags? You, I don't we, care what it is. It's what it means now. What it means to our side. Oh, society. okay. So somebody had a great marketing plan to sell flags for the Pledge of Allegiance, but you're so blind and didn't realize that was a whole way to sell more flags. That were it's a it was a marketing plan, the Pledge of Allegiance. So you'll just stand there blindly and say the pledge because now it means something, as opposed to originally it was created to sell. When stock. you go to a baseball game, a football game, or a public outing, and they stand and take off, stand, please remove your hats for the Star Spangled Banner. Do you sit down and keep your hat on? I have. I'm the biggest wussy ever when it comes to the national anthem. I tear up almost every single time. <laughs> All right, we gotta get the national anthem. I really do. I sing. I sing it. I'm proud to sing our national anthem. I'm proud to hear our national anthem, and I feel blessed to live in this and country. But guess I what? I don't know. I don't know if you know Flip's background. His father is Lee Greenwood. There is a whole. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go uh, to line one. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Reverend George, you're in the hideout. What's up, Reverend George? Yeah, Are you guys there? All right, cool. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. What's up? Um, I was just listening, and I'm, I'm glad you're talking about this. We need to talk about this more. Um, I think that you need to understand a little more of the African-American community. Um, the, the, the flag and, and, and the, the uh, sim symbolism that all of that creates uh, really has not put the black, uh, the black history into the picture. And so when we see the flag and when we hear the Star Spangled Banner, if, if you really think about it, we're not in the, any of those pictures. Well, I mean, uh -huh. that, that, that flag I has, agree. That flag has changed in slavery. That that flag is almost 100% different. Not 100%, but there's it, it's not the same exact flag that was up there. It's always then. stars and bars, though. It's just but, different but the types culture, of... The culture at that time, what made America great, uh, we still had slavery going on. And so... All I'm saying is that the comments that Josh Howard made was he shouldn't have made that comment. I don't agree with the comment. But when I go to a basketball, baseball, football game, I stand up out of respect, but I don't have the same feeling that probably my white neighbor might have about this country because I it was just, a. It was a different experience. I mean, it's a different experience. Thank you, Reverend George, for the phone call. 800-636-1067. Hold on. But it is a different experience growing up if you have a different racial background. It is a different experience. Uh, maybe this analogy could be way off. But let's just pretend for a moment um, that you had, again, you know, here with the American flag, with America, and the history with black people and race, all right, all the way through the entirety of America, okay? And, yes, things have got be gotten better now. But let's just say over the same time for Jewish people in Germany, had they stuck around, obviously it's not the Nazi flag. You rearranged it a little bit, but there are remnants of, 
okay? And sure, maybe you have years and years later, all right? Maybe you are generations removed, but you still have a flag. And again, this is a hypothetical, but you still have a flag that would somewhat resemble or a national anthem for a country that did this to your people. Would you necessarily... Despite maybe you made a ton of money, would you still have this thing in your heart of, I, I don't know that I could go there? I would agree if we were using the rebel flag. We but it's still yeah, exactly. America. No, rebel flag, boring, boring. let me talk. The, you're a woman, you can't. <laughs> it is America. That's the I need issue, though. Drink. Yeah, garçon, coffee. What are you cooking? Uh, I. It is America, and that's the thing. It's the pledging well, allegiance or it's this toward America and the country, the country that has particularly maybe wronged you. Nikki, we'll get your thoughts in after this. We got a break. Also on the other side, too, we're talking bailouts. 800-636-1067. I pledge allegiance. Uh, uh, pledge all you want, but it's I'm ready for the draft. But it's good. Go. I beg of you. I'd just be Dubs and uh, Nikki Palin over there. So hideout 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Why you guys feel you have to be so negative? Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits. Kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Such a negative influence. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. Satchel Patch is here, the new girl, hanging out. Uh, Nikki Palin. Uh, but first, let's, uh, let's, let's bang out some calls, Dubs, on this Josh Howard, how he's right. Blacks don't have to pledge allegiance. Why on earth would you? Let's go to Charles on line one. Charles, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing? Good, what's up? Oh, well, anyway, I mean, slavery has been in the, one of the funding fathers of this country, man. You, you, you want to think, oh, like this, oh, well, the Constitution says all men created equal. Well, it was in the Declaration of Independence. In the Constitution, they made the sense to say black people were three-fifths of a man. So, and, and they could... No, they no, 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 the, 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 the three-fifths rule was made after slavery was already there to get votes for the, the uh, southern states. Right, yeah. Um, and also, too, it was a way of potentially, like, a right... Keeping... Yeah, like a, like a property rights thing, which, by yeah. the way, is incredibly wrong. And once again, is another issue. Thank you for the phone call, Charles. Uh, who yeah. else is... Who's next up? 800-636-1067. We have David in line, too. You're in the hideout. Hello. Yo. What's up, David? Hey, not much, man. I just happened to turn the radio on. I listen to you guys all the time, but... Just got me vehicle, but I don't pledge allegiance, and I have good reason. Because you're Making, a filthy... Hold on. Huh? Go ahead, my man. In 1994, I was a victim of a KKK initiation, Norfolk, Virginia. Five people got me. Four out of five were cops, and when I went in there, when I... uh by the name. Move! They don't do that everywhere. Hold on. What what happened? Like, uh, what was the initiation? They just came up and beat you? Yeah, well, I, uh, yes, they did. Five and what, what year was this? 94. You got off easy, 1994. All right, th th thank you for the phone call, my man. I appreciate it. 800-636-1067. I'm not going to 
attack a man who was in 1994. Exactly. That's my point. That's my point that as recently as 94 people, uh, as recently people, as yesterday, yes. uh, black people, folks yes. were it, attacked it's, because it's, of the I'm going to say the vast majority of people are not like that. And this guy probably has a negative connotation. I don't blame him. It happened to him firsthand. I don't blame him for being um, dischanted with the... But you say you cannot personalize the past? He, the, that's not the what, past. But what I'm saying, though, is that the past and the mentality, the KKK mentality, is part of the past that today even, or even in the 90s, you still had to worry about. Well, here's what I... And what I think about that is if you know this guy's in the clan, yeah, hate him all you want. That is a legit hate you have right there. But to, to uh, hate all white Americans... I'm pretty sure we're supposed boycott to. Boycott Jerry Springer if he has something against the KKK or something like that. Or move somewhere else to where the police department in Redneckville, USA, in Virginia... Half the police forces of a member of the KKK. I come from a small South Arkansas town where that wasn't. There was no KKK. I've I've been around racists and I've been around rednecks and I've never seen anybody in the KKK. No, so that's ridiculous I, to think that it's out there and to hate all white people so, and hate this country for that. I'm with you, Flip. Nikki Nikki Palin wanted away. <laughs> now uh, I have met people in the KKK. Mm -hmm. I did grow up in a small town in uh, Michigan and. It was there. Right. I'm it's not want to be KKK. No, it's, and like, it really it's, the, it's the real, like, American History X KKK? Yeah. Well, they're weirdos. Yes. They, like, they're, they're psychopaths. Go ahead, Nikki Palin. I was going to say, if you were born a U.S. citizen as an American, when I going back, I was when I was in school, we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. In respect for our country. If you were born to this country, you should have the same respect because you're given the freedom and the privileges that you are giving today. It shouldn't matter. The, the Star Spangled Banner isn't black or white. It's speaking about your country and the freedom that you have. Why, why do you have to do the allegiance thing, though? Like, why the Pledge of Allegiance? Why these Star Spangled Banner? I grew up why in these, Kentucky. Why these symbolic <laughs> things, though? Why can't you just because, feel it? No, because the Pledge of Allegiance and... All these things are basically made for children. To indoctrinate. Yes. You think? Yes. I enjoy doubt. it. That's why in, in uh, you know, kindergarten, you walk in, the first thing you do is pledge allegiance to the flag. At least okay. that's what you used to do. Um, but it, it, by high school, you don't do that anymore. I'll tell, I'll it's tell something you. to, uh, you know, we just did. instill that. We did. high school. We really? still said the pledge of allegiance every morning. I'll tell you why Josh Howard is patriotic. Because he pays taxes. Just like this Joe Biden says, if you're a wealthy American and you pay higher taxes, then you're doing a patriotic thing, yeah. and he's right. Well, he said uh, Americans must pay more taxes because it's patriotic. Yes, it but is. Even the, the lower, the lower uh, end of people, they have to pay more taxes because that's how you serve your country. Now, I agree. Does he hate your hippie? Does he hate his taxes? Does he hate? Why does he even pay his taxes if he is that dead set against America and what it has done? Why would you pay America? I'd be on that too. I could even understand that. I think that here's the people who should not have to pay taxes. All right, and I'll say this until I'm going to say uh, the 
the following people are completely excluded from paying taxes. If you've served our country. If you have served our country, then guess what? You do not have to pay taxes. I think it's bunk that if you serve our country, you got to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. I think if you are in any branch of the military, you should not have to pay taxes. Does that include National Guard? Yes. I, yes, I would throw in National Guard and even Coast Guard, too. Yeah, they go over fire. Yeah, I mean Coast Guard. Uh, the Co uh, Coast Guard, too. They defend our water borders. Now, I'll say this. Here's who else. I'd be willing. You want to talk about reparations, this is how you do it. If you were a black American until the year 2050, you don't have to pay taxes. What do they want to do? There be? you go. That's it. Then you solve it, and it's over. We're all even. Bam. Yeah. Well, I want to be like treated that. equal. I want to be treated equal, but hold on. I want to use it to get ahead. I want to be treated equal. I'm just just a normal citizen. I want to be just like you, just like my neighbor. I want to be treated just like everybody else. We can but I want special privileges. Right. Well, let's get back to that later. But I want you to talk about paying taxes and that being patriotic. Taxes. Now, this is kind of ridiculous. Uh, to pay, if I want to go out and better myself, I'm going to have to pay more taxes because I make more money and stuff like that. The people that are benefited, benefiting for me paying more taxes, for you paying more taxes because you're bumping up to a higher tax bracket or because I got an extra job or something like that. We're paying money so the people, the lazy people can sit on their ass and draw welfare. Do you, are, how, how, how dumb are you? Like, I want to know really how dumb you are. I'm pretty. Because you have this, <laughs> you have this thought of it's the poor people. They are paying you their not, taxes. Did you not just see what happened and what our government did? And that we bailed out corporations? Our government is not the answer. Our I, government I, is not smart. I don't want them to be handling my money. Let I, me ruin it. I will agree with <laughs> Why you. Why do I have to let them ruin it? I, I don't want to give those idiots more money. I will agree with you even on that point. Because I would rather see you ruin it. I yes. Because I see you with your pork rinds uh, and, <laughs> and, and other thing, other redneck things that you'd be buying. Cattle. However, pigs. Farm. I could live off myself. However. Where's the beef? It's out in the backyard. You don't eat beef. You eat bologna. I would agree with the contention. Loaf. That. If you're paying taxes, that's the way you are serving your country. Because the country we have agreed funds certain things. Yes. And that's the way you are helping to support through education, through roads, through etc., etc. Yeah. Even bogus-ass wars, for those of us who aren't serving, our taxes are paying for that. Yes. And that's the way that we help to serve. Absolutely. Come back on the other side. We'll continue to talk about that. We'll talk about the bailouts. NFL preview is next along with other aspects of this Josh Howard situation. Plus, i got to tell you about the Muslim massacre. And there. I'll talk about my new idea, the fair tax. And we're going to miss you. It's the Hideout, <laughs> F.A. and Dubs, on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, Hideout. Answering the big question, world hunger, terrorism, and the biggest question, do you take it in the... Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hour two of the hideout, Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe Dubs, the Satrapatch, our new friend, Nikki Palin, hanging out, 800-636-1067. A big thing happened tonight, what was that, Hefe? 
Uh, Josh Howard was uh, vindicated. No. And him saying that it's okay for black folks not to, you know, um, stand for the pledge. That or even it? to be uh, also... What's that um, national anthem? I already forget what it is. Um... Oh, yeah, and I mentioned I'm leaving the show. Yep, but yeah, last whatever. show. Yeah, 800-636-1067. Let's go to Lori on line one. Lori, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hi. First of all, I've never heard the show before, and I apologize for not knowing the players. But uh-huh. I've been listening I've been listening for the past hour, and it's really intrigued me. And the one thing that people have forgotten is, I mean, I'm 43 years old, and I have two daughters in their 20s. I don't understand why we have to pay for the sins of our forefathers. My children weren't brought weren't brought up to be prejudiced. Mm-hmm. If this thing keeps on and keeps on and keeps on, right. it does make them prejudiced because people that kids they go to school with say that they're owed this and they're owed that. Well, they're not owed that any more than the Jews are owed. I'm, I'm so sorry for what happened in the Holocaust, and I'm so sorry for what happened with slavery. And my children know that and appreciate that. But we learn from I don't believe you. We learn from our mistakes and we move forward. Right, and but but being harped on and harped on, my kids are not going to learn and they're going to get resentful. Right, but let me. But see, but don't you understand? It's your job not to make them resentful. Yeah, but don't you also see though where it's like it's you can't just forget that and you can't just move on because there are still ramifications that continue to ripple like a wave, if you will. But those ripples continue. But I, I don't agree. To, how could well, how, well, hold on? How could you not agree? So you, you say that I once, but once agree. slavery never ended, forget. never forget. But we have to learn from the sins of our past, or we can't move on. And we have learned. It wasn't my fault that my forefathers did it. I'm not apologizing for anything exactly. because I haven't done anything. Exactly. So why can't we learn from this, remember this, and we hate it as much as we hate the Holocaust, and we need to move on from it, mm. or our generations, future generations, cannot. Okay, thank you. 800-636-1067. The reason you cannot is because of the fact... You can't just, all right, we're going to go, we're going to go, we'll go. White people oppressing, white people oppressing, black people, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. All of a sudden you get equality and everyone's equal now. It doesn't work that way because you have establishments that have not caught up. You have trends that have not allowed people to catch up with the times. There's still a mentality. Just because once you even say, guess what, you're not three-fifths of a human, you're a whole human now. That doesn't change the way business is operated. That does not change the I way that you're going to say it doesn't make it so. That doesn't which I change would be completely against. That doesn't change the way education has been allowed. That doesn't change all of that. That changes with time and acknowledgement. What it does, though, and what's going on right now, and how white people are feeling right now, is that you know we are doing everything we can, and people are you know. Are you not? Because you're bitching about affirmative action. Not all of them, but. As a whole, white people as a whole are trying to do what they can to make sure that the the playing field gets a little more even. But even the people who are trying to do that are considered racist. You don't know you're a white man. You're this. You're that. And it's going to um, it, it it's going to be something that people white people are going to start pushing back on. And yeah, it is going to get ugly. That's I, I'm really sorry that for maybe a generation and a generation and a half. You haven't even been oppressed. You just kind of got to acknowledge what's happened previous. I think. I've, I, you know what? You've opened my eyes. For an entire generation or generation and a half, 
You poor white people. I can Good. No, let me Thank you. Finally. Let me now stop bitching about let it. Let me apologize Thank to you. the three lily whites here in the hideout. No wonder I am leaving. Let me apologize or being am I leaving or am I being chased out of here with a pitchfork You're and, pissed off cuz you're Mexican. Uh, yeah, and a, pitch, <laughs> a pitchfork and a uh and and some torches. Apology accepted. All right. Now we can move on. Uh, let's talk about where blacks uh, are getting over on whites, and that's the NFL. Thank what do we What do we got going on NFL-wise over there, uh, Nikki Palin? Uh, thank you. Uh, the big showdown to... Give us the 1 um, o'clock games first. On, we'll do 4 o'clock. Sunday. You want 1 o'clock? Give me the 1 o'clock 1 o'clock first. games. Week 3, that would be Kansas City at Atlanta. All right. That's going to be, I would think, oh, Atlanta. Oh, that's an awful game. Yeah. Awful game. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, going to be an Atlanta game. Matt Ryan win number 2 in 3 weeks? Yeah. Wouldn't think that. <laughs> Uh, Oakland and Buffalo. I like Ooh. Buffalo. 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 Run DMC, boy, out of Arkansas, knows how to run. All and right. If anybody's keeping track from last week, all picks can be uh, bet against, and you will win. <laughs> yeah, because we said last week that the skins would get destroyed by the Saints. And they did. Also, too. For a half. Yeah, and then also, too, that the Bucks would lose against the Falcons. And, we don't, and Dubs picked the Lions like an idiot, as usual. What other games you got? Speaking of the Bucks, they are going to be at Soldier Field. Against Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Ryan Greasy's making his return. All right. Oh. Greasy will be That's back. a game that I, wow, I could not care less about. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but that Buffalo-Oakland uh, game, so intriguing. Buff- I'd rather watch Buffalo than uh oh, Yeah, I game. would too. I think that has... Buffalo's a good team. That year. has better matchups or at least better players that you want to watch. And Oakland has, you know, McFadden. that whole thing around it. Yeah. You got McFadden. You got... Uh, Lane Kiffin might be fired. Yeah, there's some. There's definitely a storyline or two there. What else have we got? Houston at Tennessee. That one, I think, will be fun to watch because Houston's not going back. Finally, we got out of that town. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Carolina at Minnesota. That's going to be a good game. Um, Minnesota, can they uh, can they finally right the ship, if you will? Uh, they thought they had a big one going over on Indianapolis last week, and Indianapolis ends up coming back. They, they India had looked awful, but you want to see now if Minnesota, who high aspirations. Uh, aspirations right now down what oh two so mm-hmm. far to the start of the season against the Carolina team that's getting back Steve Smith is that correct yep uh, mm-hmm. after the suspension yep he'll be coming back uh, Miami at New England I don't know I don't think I don't I'm New England still right New, England. New England's gonna take it but ooh that's Matt a, Castle again against uh what I get to watch Pennington I didn't get to watch him last week how do you do he won. Yeah, but how did he do? He right. couldn't hit Randy Moss in the end zone. He won. So, uh, go ahead. Uh, last 1 o'clock game. No, I'm sorry. There's two more. Uh, Cincinnati at New York Football Giants. I'm going to go New York. Giant. Yeah, New York. Giants uh, still, uh, I think, got a better team than Cincinnati does. All right, so those are all the 1 o'clock games? Uh, Arizona at Washington. Uh, That'll be a good one. That'll be an okay game. You think? I like the skins. They're coming back. They showed a little gusto coming back from... Uh, uh, New Orleans? Yeah, they're down. Clinton Portis? Uh, Jason Campbell finally doing something, making himself a quarterback, making some plays. Arizona's coming off hot. Kurt, Kurt Warner's starting. All the receivers, the playmaking, playmakers they have on that team, they, they've actually got a good squad. That'll be one of the better matchups to watch. One of the better matchups tomorrow for a 1 o'clock game. All right, we'll get to the 4 o'clocks a little bit later on here in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Let's go to Otis on line 1. Otis, you're in the hideout. 
Oh, good evening. Uh, I just wanted to congratulate Al Hefe on his new job with the SPN 980 here in D.C. That's right. I'm very excited about that. Uh, in fact, I have once again another person that is going to trick Daniel Snyder into giving me his money. Uh, in reality, are you staying in Florida or uh, returning to Texas? I, I am, I, I am not at liberty to say what I'm doing yet, but I will announce very soon. I did announce earlier well, that I'm leaving this Will the hideout remain on WJFK? Um, Hopefully yes, not. Yes, uh, but it will not be the same. It will be That's me. right, because there's going to be a chick here. All right, mm-hmm. and that's the reason we're shutting it down. <laughs> so, be doing podcasts or something like that. Yeah, did no, the boys, there are plans yeah. for them to stick around. Mm-hmm. So that's We'll see what CK has to say about it, the PD there. He might want to just... Kicking the ass right out the door, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't I blame him. Doubt that it would put us in prime time. Uh, <laughs> all right. So thank anyway, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. McLovin returning? Uh, no, no, no McLovin. No. McLovin has moved on. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry to hear that. And he's got I a deeper. Him. Thank you. He's got a deeper voice. Um, he's Nikki Palin now. All right. Thank you so much. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Bailouts. What, what I want to say is, watch out, junkies. Watch out. <laughs> you got Dubs them. You got and Satchel. And Nick, you're coming for you. Yeah, you got the new team. Oh, boy. Um, all right, so feel better, Rome. Sleep better at night. <laughs> I'll say this. Did you see, by the way, what happened here with our government socialism and these abortions? Uh, this abortion that the government had this uh, this during this week with the financial turmoil? Terrible. Mm-hmm. Do you even understand what happened? Like, kind no. of. Sort of. Not really. I don't pay attention to that crap. I rely on <laughs> Yeah. I, what? what? Is it, listen to this. You know, my interpretation, right, let, retarded hold, interpretation. Yeah, give me the. All right, here we go. <laughs> Retards on economics. Retards on economics. All right, here we go. Uh, the house. It all I think is based on uh, bank house loans. People that that wanted credit, they didn't have the money to pay for these house loans, and that's why the housing market may be as bad as it is now. The foreclosure. With, yeah, where they're going with these people getting bad loans. They're going to the bank. Retards on no, economics. Get going to the banks, getting loans on houses that they couldn't pay off because they didn't have a down payment. They didn't have any credit, and they come, banks and everything comes up with these whack lines. No down payment. You'll get a credit. You get a house. So they extended themselves on loans that weren't paid back. All right, and I think that these banks were insured by the government, not by the government, by Wall Street, certain financial institutions on Wall Street, all right? And then, once these banks couldn't pay back uh, the money or... or Can you put the Benny Hill music behind this? I think it makes it incredibly more (laughs) Once once the banks weren't getting their money from the people, the foreclosures, they can't make these house payments once they adjusted. So the banks have to default. Then they can't pay the people uh, who bought the insurance on Wall Street... Now, the people that had the insurance on Wall Street didn't actually have the money in the bank. They kind of uh, bought, like in Vegas, like you, you loan out all this money, but you have to have a certain amount of money to cover the chips. I they am so confused. The people on Wall Street didn't have enough money to cover the chips, and when they come asking for the money, they don't have it to pay. I thought we were talking about houses. Is that kind of right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there you go. There's your, oh, uh, my head hurts. There's your quality <laughs> education in America. But it's all based off the, the, the bank loans that were everybody were getting and, and overextended themselves, You're partially right? correct. It's based on the bank loans. It's also, bank to, it's also based, too, on all of these banks. And then trying to, knowing that these loans were bunk, but everyone trying to get rich quick. So they bundled these all together. Partially, yes, it was who was insured on whom, trading with one another, Essentially creating funny money out of nowhere. They didn't have enough money to cover the poker chips. But but the but none of it was real. That's yeah. the thing. Everything was overinflated. That's like a poker chip's not real. That's right. not real money. But Vegas 
has the money to cover that. And it's like Wall Street did not actually have the money to cover the chips they had out there. So so what in turn has happened now is essentially um, because people did not have, uh, because everyone was greedy, whether it was the borrower yeah. who was greedy or whether it was the banks who got greedy exactly. and trading all this stuff, what has now ended up happening is a complete colossal failure by of credit. Ignorant decisions from top to bottom, from the average working man who thought they could afford a house that they couldn't, from the bank that tried to get rich and loan them the money, from everybody from top to bottom made ignorant financial decisions, and it's got us in this situation now. And what is amazing is that now the government has stepped in and bailed out, not not the people, but the corporations. I am telling you at this moment, we are being played, we have been played, and uh, as it stands... Uh, as it, the music, as it stands, no, as it stands, Satchel Passion, I want to get your thought on this. As it stands, as we move forward right now, who is the ultimate benefactor in all of this? Uh, <laughs> not the taxpayer, seeing as we own all this stuff now. Uh, the ultimate benefactor, I think, would be maybe me and people like me, young adults that maybe have a little bit of money. Maybe that breeds a little bit of maltrust in what I'm going to invest my money in and what to do with my money. Instead of putting it in in stocks and bonds, I may put it in livestock and pigs. You know, what am I going to do with my money? I can buy into the stock market. It's low now. If I want to invest over the long term, uh, a crazy, hectic market would be a good time to do it. I got, a, I got a great stock for you. This is No one knows about this, but this is a great Angus. stock. No, the, the great stock you need to go with. Go with, I'm telling you, this is the one you go with. Because this this is who I said I'm leaving it. Lehman Brothers. I think you yeah. buy into them, and you're going to get all of your money back. And that's where you end up going with it. 800-636-1067. Them are Bear Stearns. And they call this a capitalistic society. Didn't they just fail? In this government, this whole thing we do here in America based on doing something and, uh, you know, like uh, going home and, and killing something and, and, and doing it. I can't even put it... <laughs> Put it into words. <laughs> but like, uh, no, you're making sense. Yeah, exactly. I think CK's going to hear this big, man, I got gold. All right. So what it is. I'm screwed. <laughs> let me think about this. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, think about it. We'll talk about the Muslim massacre on the other side. Also, two, we'll get you the four o'clock showdown. And speaking of bubbles that have popped, not just the housing bubble, internet porn. That bubble is popped. We'll talk about that next in The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Listen to The Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice it has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The atheist's nightmare. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and Jay Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Satchel Patch is here as well. Also, Nikki Palin hanging out with us. New uh, female friend we got in the hideout. Hey. Hey, desegregation, 800-636-1067. Hideout radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. That's how you get a hold of us online. Right. Uh, by, 
we don't talk about this too much, but we do the show from Tampa Bay. And just a quick uh, congratulations, because it's a very neat sports story. And that is that the Tampa Bay Rays have just clinched their first playoff berth ever. Wonderful. Which is uh, really a, a cool thing. You know, it's, it's one of those kind of what America's about. Mm-hmm. Underdogs, etc., etc., getting over on the big bad corporations, the Yankees, uh, the Bo Sox are going to make it. I mean, regardless, but that's the taxpayer getting over on the big corporations now. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about um, last segment? We were talking about the bailouts. Mm-hmm. It sounded exactly like when Sarah Palin was talking about it. So kudos for you over there, yeah. Satchel Patch. You could be our vice president. I'm going to have uh, somebody on Saturday Night Live spoofing me now. Mm-hmm. I then think, you'll really be famous. Yeah, I think you would uh, get over there. I want to get Satchel Patch's um, how to remedy the situation. I want to get his ideas on that sometime during uh, the show. All right, we'll, we'll do it a little bit later yeah. on then, if you don't mind. Yeah. 800-636-1067. Uh, also, too, we talked a little bit about Josh Howard from the Dallas Mavericks and his comments about uh, blacks not having to stand for the national anthem. Oh, and Sarah Palin, not to be confused with our own Nikki Palin, she had her email hacked this week, right? Yeah, she did. Her whole her, family. Her, oh, her whole family's did? I think that's what I heard, yeah. Like, her daughter's email got hacked into. Wow. No, that, that was her womb. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Yeah, it was her yeah. legs. Open the door right to that one. Step on in, J-Dubs. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so, so what, what, what happened, though, exactly, Dubs? Well, what happened was uh, she had a Yahoo account that she used uh, personally and um, professionally. She was emailing other Washington people. That's and, not smart. Um, yeah. Well, apparently, most of them that they found in the sense items you know because you're gonna have your you know your mm-hmm. inbox and your sent items most of the subject lines there is obama's a muslim it's pass it forward it's forward obama's a muslim mm-hmm. forward obama. I actually got that yeah repost yeah. exactly please so the fbi for the good of america the fbi and secret service have launched a joint investigation to uh find out who hacked into her uh, yahoo account and that, that, isn't that kind of funny you think that if you were Sarah Palin or any of these people, it doesn't seem like Yahoo would be your go-to place. Yahoo's so 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody... There's some Gmail going yeah, in here. exactly. Everyone who's cool has uses Gmail now. My, my cousin, Bikers <laughs> BJ, uses Hotmail still, and I hate oh, him. Oh, that's geez. bad. I'm I still a, I'm use a Yahoo. Hotmail. <laughs> I, have, I have a Yahoo and a Gmail. Well, yeah. Well, see, I got a Yahoo too. But I never used the Yahoo anymore. I just Gmail. Either of them. I dropped it. Yeah, I, I dropped the Yahoo because it's so old school. But you got to remember, they're in Alaska, so it's like they were fifty years ago, and that's why this woman's getting over so much. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, in in fifty years, they're going to hear about YouTube, and it's going to be a really big deal. So when they find the thirteen year old kid in Skokie, Illinois, that hacked into this computer, what are they really going to do it to him? Oh, dude, he's going to be stuffed into a room. Yeah. So he's going to get beaten like a like a. Uh, I don't want to say it because we just talked Josh Howard here. Yes, but I wouldn't go there. Um, Eight hundred six three six. He's going to be beaten like Josh Howard should be. Stop it. So let me ask you: when it comes to when it comes to this 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 specific, do you care at all that she's using private email? For, for government business, because I guess that's against the law. It's not against the Is it against the it law? It is against the law. Uh, well, I, that doesn't bother me. I use my personal email more than I do my uh, my work email for stuff. But it's different, though, if it's a corporation and, and than the government. You're the vi- trying to be the vice president of the country or you're the governor of a state. 
you know, it goes back to decision-making skills. If you're using your Yahoo Mail for uh, uh, official Alaska government business oil pipeline, uh, we got a dead moose out on I-183. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on. you, you got to use better sense than that. Right. Well, no, I mean, obviously it's okay. She was busy because she was, you know, taking her kids around to hockey. Should so, have an Alaska.gov? Ed Palin at Alaska.gov or something like that? I, you would assume I she wonder, probably would. Did, they, did it put her actual email name on there that she was using? Um, I didn't see it out there. but I, 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 I actually, I, I have it. I don't know if Debbie, do you know what it was? No. Big fan of Downs. Big fan of Downs at Yahoo.com. Do you, do you ever see mom? Do you ever send anything email that you could get in trouble for? Like, do you do anything over the Internet or via email, send stuff that, that could get you legitimately in trouble, or if somebody hacked into it, it would compromise you? All right. All came aside, the uh, email was. The, the email, actually, it was, um, I don't know if you heard, do you have it right there? Cause yeah, I, I have it right here, actually. It was, uh, my son has beady eyes and a long forehead at Yahoo.com. No, that's not right. It was Corky. No, 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 no. It's over the chromosome budget at Yahoo.com. But again, that shouldn't matter. That's not that big a deal. Actually, it was. I got the chromosome. That was good. It was genetic disaster oh, at Yahoo.com. Stop. That's not right. Should have stopped at 39 at Yahoo.com. A <laughs> Um. But that that ain't cool. That's no, you know, no, not at all. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that um, at all. Oh, I I know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, seriously. Uh, my daughter is a Zamboni <laughs> at Yahoo.com. So uh, my daughter was Zambonied. You can't just you got to come up with your own sorry, joke. Sorry. Don't worry. You forget Zamboni. <laughs> you bitch surfing bastard. No kidding, man. Get your own. At Yahoo.com joke. I'm sitting here thinking mine up off the cuff. And you're just coming in, ruining it over. Hijacking. 800 You are. You're a bit hijacker. I'm a, hija- I'm a .com hijacker. I suppose so. Uh, now, let me ask you. When it comes to Palin and everything, and you hear about the bailouts, and you assume the conversation will be the same as it was with the satchel patch, do you at all... Have confidence now, or are you like the rest of the country that's looking at this pale inching like, whoa, wait a second, what is going on here? What the hell has Obama said about that he's going to do anything? Well, let's focus on Palin first. All right. I just want to know, again, with the comfort level. None. Yeah, my comfort level is very low with uh, Palin. I don't think uh, she would be ready to leave the country if it was her the main person on the ticket, I think everybody would be going nuts mm-hmm. in the media saying what the hell is going on, even more so than they're doing now. Right. Um, I think it was a poor choice. Mm-hmm. As far as what she can do actually in the position, it's turned out to be an okay choice politically. Weak, Weak choice. No, no, it's been a pretty good choice politically. 800 So there you go. I wouldn't trust her with my whites and delicates. Why would I trust her with my money? I want to see what she does with the money she finds at the end of the wash cycle. What's she going to do with that? Stick it in the little piggy over there and let it rot? Is that gaining Did any interest? Did we ever give out her uh, email address? I don't know if we gave that one out or not. Um, Yeah, we have it right here. Do you have it over there? <laughs> I got, yeah, I got okay. it. Uh, invest in hangers if I get elected at Yahoo.com. But don't use bleach on that at Yahoo.com. But she has multiple. It's also to... Uh, 
You might want to get steel toe boots if I get elected at Yahoo.com. I wash clothes manually down by the river at Yahoo.com. So that's what Sarah Palin, and that's the those are the email addresses that got hacked. Now, Nikki Palin over here, I know that you're a proud conservative, you know, a white woman, and I know that you told me previously you're you're excited that Sarah Palin is uh, is on the ticket. Why is that? Well, I was excited because since I've been alive in my what do you mean by that question? <laughs> what do you? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by that? Um, well, I was George... excited because just to see a woman get as far as elected as vice president. I mean, there was one elected back in the seventies. She, she was chosen. She was chosen early, early 80s? For, for stupid ass politics. Well, anyway, for, rules. for something that is my turn. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me about your Palin pick. Why you like it? So but. Since this came out, it does make me question her ability to lead because I wouldn't, I wouldn't use my personal emails. Well, if I work for the government, I mean, it's kind of like she's opening the door, like, "Hey, here it is. What do you well, want to know?" No one, no one thought that they were hey. gonna, she didn't think anybody was going to figure out what her email was because it was uh, the last one should have been a menstrual cycle at yahoo.com. <laughs> That is so wrong that I'm laughing at that. Uh, so anyway, you know, that's where you are. That's, you know, potentially your next president. Um, uh, one stroke and a heart attack away, and she's it. Yeah. She's it. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Brad on line one. Brad, you're in the hideout. Hey, Brad. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, buddy? Nothing, huh? You know, I hear you guys being pretty hard on Sarah Kayla. No. Something different, you know? She is good looking. Right, right. All I gotta say is it's time for a change and it's something different, you know. Maybe it's way to get. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. And they, I'm probably gonna be voting for that ticket. I will say that right here, right now. I probably will be voting voting for that ticket. Why? I don't understand why. I don't why, know what why? I'm voting for. I don't. I think Obama. I think he doesn't talk anything but change. He doesn't tell me anything. I don't get anything out of Sarah Palin. It, I, I'm not voting like, for Sarah Palin. I'm right. voting for John McCain. But he honestly, you do take into consideration he has a heart attack or a stroke away yes, from do. this crazy broad from right down the street and that the neighborhood lady who's peeking out the blinds, making sure you know everybody but her own daughter's coming home. And you know the nosy neighbor is going to be the president of the United States. Yeah. What has she done and then, to deserve this? And not only that, selfishly, Dubs is a shock jock. Seriously, mm -hmm. if she gets in, and uh, let's say she gets in, yeah, all right, it'll and, be disastrous and, 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 and the religious right comes in and really takes a stranglehold, your shock jockery, while already hanging on by a thread, yeah. will officially be over. Well, and I would say the same with Barack Obama. Yeah, you uh, just couldn't make racial jokes. Well, yeah, because which he, is he a was, lot of what you do anyway. Yeah, he was calling for uh, Don Imus to be fired. He was saying, "Yes, <laughs> I was. I was, I was too, but that's because he's old and he sucks." We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side if you want to get in. Also, too, we got to talk about that Muslim massacre game. How to keep the love alive. And we'll get you the 4 o'clock games for the NFL and preview that. That is all next in the hideout. Hefe, Dubs, Satchel Patch, and the new girl, Nikki Palin, on 106.7 WJFK in the hideout. The hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Hideout, yeah. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout.
back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. If you want to hop in, I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. This is my last time in the hideout probably ever. Mm-hmm. There's a chance I'll be coming back, but I don't know. Uh, I made that announcement very earlier. Slow. I am uh, I am leaving the show. Uh, there are other things going on for me. I cannot talk about them all. I'd like everybody to uh, write El Jefe a nice note, wishing him well in his future endeavors. Which we cannot really no. talk about a whole just yet. I mean, I could, but, but uh, there's some respect things that I need to do first. So, just uh, say your future endeavors. Yeah, the other things that I'll be doing that may or may not. I, I could be back in six weeks. Mm. It's very feasible, but we'll just. I, I just. Uh, there's no promises. Yeah, there's just. You never know how aggressive the eights are going to be. It's true. And, um, well, sometimes it is like Ebola. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Yeah, what are you going to do? Look easy. Yeah, who would have figured? Um, all right, let's do some football. Let's look. Oh, we, earlier, we, look, we looked at the 1 o'clock games. We got uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki Palin in here. She's hanging out. She might be hanging out with the boys from now on. Or just hanging out tonight. But she's uh, she's got our 4 o'clock uh, rundown, and we'll give you the preview now. 4 o'clock Sunday and Monday night games. What are they? 4 o'clock, we got Detroit at 49ers. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, hey, Detroit football. <laughs> you want to bet? Yeah. All right. Let's I'll bet how many people are going to watch I'll that bet, game. I'll bet uh, if they win, you don't leave the show. What do you think? Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Yeah, we have... oh, oh, before we move on, Dubs, are you going to watch that okay. game? Uh, yeah, I'll be watching it. You will watch that? Yeah, of course. I'll watch it from beginning to end. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's I, intriguing to me how you could sit through that awful crap even though you are a Lions fan. I went to a sports bar last week to hang out with Dubs and his lady friend, <laughs> and um, it was sad. Why? Because Dubs... Was annoyed by who did who do you play last week? The Packers. The Packers. He was annoyed. It's one of those collections where you go to the bar and all the different games are on. But there was this old lady who was a Packers fan, who apparently would, like clapped at every play. Uh, every play, no matter if it was like a one yard I can't run stand it, or a replay or like a yeah, replay. Even on the replay, she'd be clapping. You didn't smack her. Oh, I wanted to. <laughs> oh, I wanted to so bad. And he was being such an ass to her too. Like like. Whenever the Lions would do something, he would mock her and start clapping real loud like an idiot. And I'm like, dude, she's so oblivious. Other people just think you're the jerk. Come, take a couple of shots of whiskey, go stand over her with your hand raised and say, woman, I told, my backhand is stout with I whiskey. I told them, I told them, if they would go warm up the car, sit in it, get ready for me to jump in, <laughs> I will punch her in the back of the head. Why would you punch her? To pimp slap her across her face. No, I don't want Bam, to see it coming. I want, I want to hit her right in the brain stem. No, you want her to I see want, it coming to, to I know. Want, I want her to black out and maybe not come back. You want her to appreciate it and say, listen, woman, you have earned this. Throughout this Detroit Lion Green Bay game, you have earned this righteous backhand I'm about to bring across thou cheek. I think I want to do the leaping Lanny Popo uh, <laughs> heart punch to her. <laughs> What's the next game? Oh, we're talking football again? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and call this as a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. Uh, St. Louis Rams at Seattle. Oof. Seattle's Seattle's both of them suck. Both of them suck. They, uh, they both haven't won yet. Yeah, but the Rams Ugh. look horrible. <laughs> Seattle, they don't look too much better. They, no. Uh, that game's a... 
I would rather watch that than Detroit, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see Kitna versus J.T. O'Sullivan? After we get done, after we do the 1 o'clock games, the 4 o'clock games, and then the evening and the Monday night football, I want to go back and see what the absolute worst matchup is, and I'm putting money right now on Detroit, San Francisco. All right, what else? What are the other games? Uh, we got My Fantasy Horses, Drew Brees and Reggie Bush, New Orleans at Denver. Denver's good. That'll be a good matchup. That will be a good game. Offensive firepower. I'll go with Denver. Cutler's the man. Yeah, he's good. Um, Pittsburgh at Philly. Philly's good. They look good at Dallas. Yeah. That'll be a good game. I'm taking Blitzburg. I want Blitzburg as a Cowboys fan. Donovan McNabb, I mean, he went to suck into... He was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Is is Jacksonville on two? They are on two, and they got a solid team, and they play the Colts tough every year. That's a divisional game. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm They're thinking Jacksonville, because Indy. Indy looks atrocious. They Weak. barely, barely yeah. pulled it out last week, and they shouldn't have. I'm going with Indy. Pey- you can't keep Peyton Manning down too long. He's still Peyton. I think that's the last game. Uh, nope. You got Cleveland at Baltimore. Ooh, that's going to be up there with Detroit and San Francisco. No, that'll be a good game. I think they, they you got some, you got some storylines there. What's at least Flacco? Flacco. That's your four o'clock. <laughs> NFL game. And what's the Sunday night and the Monday night? Uh, tomorrow, prime time will be dun, da, 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 Dallas Cowboys at Green Bay. That'll Packers. be a good one. That's gonna be a great. That'll game. be a, that'll be one of the top three give games me, that I'll be looking Cowboys. for. Give me Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go Dallas. Aaron Rodgers. What did, did the Cowboys win that matchup last year? I, I remember that's when Favre got hurt. Aaron Rodgers Cowboys, came in. Cowboys and did, looked good. Yeah, but Cowboys mm-hmm. I think didn't. Did, yeah, they did. I'm taking it. So Aaron Rodgers gets his shot as a starter at the Cowboys. And what's the, what's the Monday night? Monday Night Football, New York Jets, oh. the Brett Favre Jets at San Diego. No, that Give was me last San week. Diego. No, it wasn't. That was this week. Favre yeah. from primetime? Jets in San Diego. Well, there's that. San Diego is pissed right now because of Ed Hockley last week. What happened with that Hockley situation? Hockley, he has sexy arms. Yeah, real quickly. <laughs> Hockley, Hockley, or I can't believe I can't say it. Hockley. 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 Uh, he's a a ref mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's one of these superstar refs. Yeah, actually, he is one of the better Very ones. Well no, done. no, he's not. He is good. one of the. Look at his record. He's one of the better ones. That he's he's for those of you that maybe don't know it, I'll follow specifically. He's the real jacked white guy. Yeah, he he looks like he with could white be. Hat. He could be an ex player or something like that. He yeah. goes to that bar on the Saturday night with his tight shirt. And yeah. he, I believe Born he's fans. also a lawyer in his right. regular yeah. week. Um, he uh, he screwed up a few calls pretty badly in the Chargers-Broncos game and cost the Chargers the game last week. Right. One in particular, the, a lot of times they say referees don't decide the games. Actually, he did in this. In fact, Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. you know, fumbled the ball. He rolled it at an uh, inadvertent whistle, and San Diego recovered the ball. Fourth quarter, San Diego was up. They recovered. They could have ran the clock out, like under two minutes left. Game over. Hockley mm-hmm. rolled inadvertent whistle. Denver gets another shot. Denver scored a touchdown, went for the two-point conversion, won the game, and it all came down. Hockey League ended up admitting to Turner, North Turner, I apologize, I messed up. I made the wrong call. I cost you the game. But at least he had the gumption to admit that yeah, he was wrong. Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. If you I admit it, then fine. Why do you hate him so I've much? I've always hated him. I hate refs who try to make the spotlight on them. And Hockey League is one of these people who on the Sunday pregame shows, you'll see full packages around him. But maybe that maybe he. That's because his pants are so tight. Yeah, that's why you're seeing his package. <laughs> but more than that, though, I mean, what? I, this is what happened in the NBA. This is what 
turn their refs to hell. They started thinking it was all about them. They could be the superstars, and he did it again. I just I don't see that. And the one thing you don't see with the NBA is where they say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. Yeah. And you could even go so far as to say it's on the Chargers because the Chargers still had the opportunity to stop the... The touchdown, but they had stopped the, ball. the two points. Yeah, they they the recovered the ball, that, and they, you kneeled down, the game but was over. But you still have the opportunity to make You're the right. stops. You're it's right. not like his call was the call on the two-point conversion that uh, gave them listen, the game. It, it, it is, because, uh, uh, granted, San Diego did play, have a chance to stop. Two. How many plays after Touchdown that? and the two-point conversion. Those were the two plays yes. that directly after. Yes, San Diego did have a chance to, win, uh, to stop him on defense, but... When he ruled that call, San Diego recovered the ball. The game was over. Once San Diego had that ball and fell on it, game over. That's it. We're kneeling on it. Cancel it. Dump the Gatorade. This game is done with. Right. San Diego wins. Mm-hmm. All right. He didn't, he didn't fumble the ball. Denver, you get another shot, and Denver capitalized on it. But they had to capitalize twice. I don't think you could specifically put it all on him. And the game was over. The game I, was over. I don't understand what the problem is here. My problem with him is that he's not like the rest of the refs in there. You, you don't see the rest of the refs there's out two, there. There's two of them that you know. Do you know any other refs? I don't think they make it exactly. all about them. I like, exactly. the, I like Denzel Washington. He's a yeah, good one. the black guy. With I like mustache. him. Yeah, he's, he, he he's like actually really my favorite. No, he's nice and slim. Uh, you know, no, there's one ref, body. big, big, big black guy. Looks he wears like the a bouncer, stripes. and he's a really, he's a really well-known ref. And I can't. That's Hockley. That's name. the guy we're talking about. No, with the big arm, and he's white. I, I like the black guy because I, I like stripes the, look good on him. My personal, not in a bad way. I think he's a very handsome man. My personal favorite is the guy who, uh, the black guy who always seems annoyed when he's making a call. Is he? he he's know, not the tight, slim one, is he? No, he's no. he's kind of chubby. He, you know, he's chubby. I know who you're talking about. He's like. Five yard penalty. Like, like your family guy. Them. Like you're bothering them every time. Yeah. <laughs> family guy. Exactly. Let's take a break. Come back on the other side. We'll reset everything, including Josh Howard bailouts. Also, to talk about that internorm, uh, internet per, uh, porn bubble busting, the Muslim massacre, and once again, why it is that I am leaving the hideout, and this is my last show probably uh, forever. It's next in the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The hideout. The hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The hideout. Well, you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout. Hour three on a Saturday night. Joe Radio coming up in an hour. Stick around for Mr. Joe Ardinger. If you want to get in, 800-636-1067. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Satchel One more Pat. time. One more hour. One more hour to the team. Satchel Patch. And uh, our friend, Nikki Palin, hanging out with us, too. At 800-636-1067. In case you did not hear earlier in the show, I announced that I am leaving the hideout. Um... There's a chance I could be back. 90% chance that he will not be returning to the hideout. Yeah. I will speak to him as he's not here anymore. Yeah. As it is a, uh, if I were to do it, it would, it would, there's a lot that goes into it. And so it's really, do I want to take those steps? Does the station want to take those steps? Is it really even worth it? Um, so I mean, that's just, I can't. 
I got something else going on. I, I can't talk about it specifically right now. Eventually, I will. But this is it. I am I am breaking up the team of Hefe and Dubs uh, for now. Who knows? In, wow. Wow, I just said that, huh? Mm-hmm. Felter. Yeah. That How long have y'all been together? Uh, we've been working together. Dating or banging or... Well, I mean, well, living I mean, together. We, we were banging for the first two years. Yeah. Sharing but, computers. You know, y'all been through a lot together. Wow, man. Yeah. Not to get all clear on you. Yeah, how long? How long? <laughs> Five years? Six years? Eight. Eight. Eight years. A lot of people don't live that long. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of vice presidential babies don't live that long. I was going there trying <laughs> to figure out how to get there. And even if they did, they don't know that they did. Yeah. Although ironically, uh, I like crayons. They'd be better off than you and I. Hmm. You see my baseball? Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. Leave the show. Um, and uh, I'll save it for the end. Let me save all this for the end. Okay. I want to write you now, though. I want to make a final plea to you, if I can, for just a moment. Here in the hideout in D.C., we've had a lot of good times together. Uh, we've had a couple of really awful times that we shared with each other. At least I did, that I remember in D.C. And that was election night 2004, where I lost my mind. <laughs> I... um. I was on the air. We were on the air that night. We went a little long. We were getting election returns. We were on until about 3 a.m. that night. And, um, because we did 11 to 1, and so we stuck around till 3. And, uh, not to belittle anyone who's in the hideout or listening now, but I'm a genius. And not only am I a genius, but I saw, I saw what was happening, and I had a feeling, like I had a real good feeling what was going to happen. If we were re-elected, Bush Cheney, and I just I thought, man, other people have to be seeing this. But if we were we just gotten into the war three years after nine eleven, whole thing. But I knew, like I just I knew what a nincompoop knucklehead this guy was. I could see it, and I was wondering why everyone else wasn't seeing it. Can I ask you a question, real quick? Let me finish. My genius is that I have been correct. As you look at the next four years with just a few of the things that you... I'll just name two. Okay, let's go Katrina and bailout. Buzz, bubble popping. And then you could throw in the war. All right. And the resurgence of Afghanistan. Uh, you, could, you could go on and on. So I saw this. And I lost my mind on the air. That Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. And now I am coming to you and I am asking you, once again, because I won't be here, I don't think, for the election, um, or the run-up even. Mm. And we're only a Saturday night show. But I'm begging you, Virginia, Northern Virginia, you have to elect Barack Obama. You have to go Obama-Biden. And and keep McCain and Palin out of the White House. Because let me tell you, I get the same feeling. I have the same gut reaction based on everything that I've seen in this in this uh, election and this run up to these campaigns. And if if we get McCain and Palin, we're first of all already going down the rabbit hole. But if we get these two. 
and not I'm not even use the the, the Obama line, okay? Because I don't I, I think Obama has many flaws. It has come down to me of if they got in an office, who could screw it up the most fastest? And to me, it's McCain Palin. 800-636-1067. So, as a personal favor, I'd like for you to elect uh, Obama Biden. Thank you. All right. What I would like to ask you is <laughs> that awful gut feeling you had back in 04. What has Bush Cheney done so wrong that affected you personally? How has their, their, the presidency affected you personally? Personally? Yes. All right. Personally, I think the economy is crap. Right. It's been tough for all. Oh, no, no, let, let me. You ask Punk. Let me finish. You got. You got the next forever to talk in the hideout. In fact, y'all get out of here. I'll tell you. Here's what happened. Number got, one. I'll tell you number one. The war, and let me tell you how the war has affected me personally. The war has even changed the way that we are able to do radio, and what and what is able to be said on the radio, and the way you're able to question people on the radio. With being unpatriotic and being labeled as when you didn't support the war, when you tried to say you didn't support the war when we were on the air. Exactly. I got a whole bunch of those calls, whether we were in D.C. or Orlando or wherever. It's hard to dispute when it's true. No, no. I, you can dispute the war whether you're against it or for it. That's, that's neither here nor there. Let me finish. Let me, let me give you others. Oh, yeah, that was just, let that was me just... give you others. The economy. Right. The economy based on the war. Uh-huh. Okay. And where we are now and financially potentially where we could have been and how it the media directly is affected by whether or not people are doing well or if they are not. Uh, especially with certain platforms that Dubs and I were told, hey, wait till April and guess what? Everything's going to be great when we have that bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> satellite. Okay. We we had meetings in D.C. with XM Radio, and it was, hey, just wait till there's the bandwidth, and you guys are going to be on. Hang tight. Enjoy your time on the beach. But as the economy continued to sour and people didn't have the money and the financial means to go out and enjoy other things, including potentially other platforms for entertainment, that hurt us personally. So you the, think job, the, the job market has been different. The war has affected the economy. That's what you think has affected the economy? Or Bush and Cheney directly have affected the economy? Bush and Cheney start of the war and the war in turn has also and bush and cheney too with the economy as related to right now what's going on and the lack of regulation and the over the over uh, abundance of inflating housing and uh, even from that housing and the bubble that you've now seen pop all of these things have directly the, affected me i think that's the public's problem i don't think that's cheney and bush that's the public thinking i want i want i want i can't afford Yet I'm going to still go try to grasp at it anyway, and I failed to do that, the, and now the, we're paying for it. Where the administration went wrong was that they failed to regulate all of this stuff so that these asses couldn't get what they shouldn't have gotten. But they allowed this through deregulation so that cronies and bankers could make a ton of money, their specific you know, people that support them, and it's from there that all of it's all intertwined. All of this is in it. As much as the nincompoop who shouldn't have borrowed is at fault, the bankers and the legislators who let it all happen are just as much at fault. Not only let it happen, misled it to happen. Exactly. Well, are you, are you, have you tried to buy a house within the past four, four years? Of course not, because I can't. All right, then, then it doesn't, then it didn't directly affect you. 
Absolutely it did. Because you would have gone and got out of house if, if you would have gotten the house if uh, Bush he and Cheney weren't elected. It affected his career as being on the radio and how he can talk how to people. How did they affect you? No, not, not, you're no. saying nobody else was hired. No. I, I was barely even listening, and I got that. So Bush and Cheney it. stepped in and said, "No, Hefe, you're not going to be hired somewhere." Why are you being so dumb to say they came directly to me? I don't, I don't, I don't see how they directly affected you. They have I, to me. I think they've done. A screw-up job, but I don't see anything that they've done that's directly affected me in the way I live. And with the war, the only way it has affected me personally is if I have family members that are overseas fighting for it. If if they were to get hurt, which one of them was actually severely injured, and none of it's related. I, oh, I think it is, but none I don't, of the I don't policies, think, none of the policies that have gone on, none kinda, of that's related. But the economy thing, I think that's been coming on for quite some time before Bush and Cheney, and I think they may have screwed it up. But I don't rely on the government. I don't think that that. Uh, I know your mantra, the government's not here to save you, but guess what? The government can screw you. And that's exactly what has happened. The government has screwed how? us. What do you mean, how? I'm still. Whether you want to talk about tax I get it. I want to do comedy. That's right, but I got to sit here with this idiot and explain to him. I don't him, understand how I'm still living up. my life. I'm still shut going up. to Walmart. I'm still shut buying up. toilet paper for my rump. Shut up. <laughs> the reason is because these asses. Through how they have decided to distribute the tax dollars that we don't want to pay, but instead we could have paid to further education, to build uh, bridges that don't fall, to help our fellow human beings in New Orleans who then get displaced and come to, I don't know, Florida, where Dubs is living with the New Orleans refugee who wasn't helped and directly affected, and she can't pay for her rent. She all, can't help herself. It is all a domino effect. No, I left. I, when I left Arkansas, I left with nothing, no money. So I'm just like a refugee. And you still got nothing. Exactly, but I'm supporting myself. I'm not having to live with Dubs to take care of myself, and I'm not looking for the government to come bail me out. So. I, I, get I went and picked up two jobs. This is why I'm leaving. This is I worked two jobs. I worked 60 hours a week making money. This so is, I could support myself. I, I, I don't need them to up. bail me no, out. I'm serious. I don't Shut want up. their tax money. Shut up. Can I talk for a moment? You are. I, I can't stand it. I this, is, this is the way I'm going to leave. Right here with this. And this is this is why I want to go. Because these are the... I, can't, I almost gave away what I'm doing. But these are the people that you try to talk to where you lay it out and they still don't get it. They're so wrapped up in themselves to not realize and have a broader view about what happens, even what potentially happens with the, with the tsunami. In some weird way, it could affect you. So to pretend that the head of an organization, that the boss, a CEO, or the person who runs the nation and their decisions does not affect you in some way with you living in the country in which they are operating is asinine. Oh, I do because think there's an effect, but not... Well, and I don't think it's that big a deal. At all? I, I think they do have an effect, but the checks and balances systems that we have set up, it's not the, a direct, uh, you know, effect. I don't think that they've done anything besides the war. I think the war is the one thing that has affected the most people, and the money that we spend on the war has kind of set the economy back. So that's goes hand in hand. I'm annoyed. I'm done. I'm done with it. I can't talk about it anymore. Why would I sit here and I have I, I, I have to have this conversation every day during the week? Well, what's Obama going to do that's so great that's going to make everything so much better? Not be Bush. Neither be is McCain. He's McCain. No, no, no. Neither one of them are Bush. Well, yeah, he's not Bush, but the, the policies that they have and what they want to enact, absolutely, McCain has been a part of what Bush has done and wants to do. 
whether it's deregulation, whether it is wars, whether it is tax cuts for the wealthy, all of this stuff is here's, a continuation of. Here's what I do like about McCain that I don't like about Bush and I don't know about um, Obama. I know McCain is able and ready to do the right thing with him being wrong. You know, if if, oh. some, if someone says, you're wrong, this is what we have to do, he, he has been one to go against what he thought before and change his mind. McCain has been, it's, he's notoriously stubborn. He is notoriously stubborn. You stubborn to, with his wife. He talk with which any, I understand. She's a mule. You talk with anyone <laughs> around. He is stubborn and he is set in his ways. Have you heard the rape joke he told? <laughs> All right, now my vote for him. Have you heard this? No. Let me let me Google McCain rape joke. It comes right up. Hold on. Eight hundred six three six one six seven. But you you said yourself that you think he'll screw it up less. That Obama is not. I, I agree with you that that is the most powerful position in the world. And we're sitting here discussing who will screw it up less. Yeah. That, that bothers me. Well, yeah, that's to the core of it. But again, that's that's what happens when you have a two-party system. You're picking between who will screw it up less. Unless you have somebody that's a true leader that everybody can agree on and say, wow, this person was, you know, he, they're going to take us somewhere. Those, those people don't run. Those Why? Pe those people what do they do? Honestly, they, they keep their nose to the grindstone and they do other things. They, they would rather go out for themselves because they realize what's the point of it because you're going to be, holding, be beholden to too many other people. What's your McCain rape joke? Okay, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I, I know it mostly. All right. A woman gets raped by an ape, brutally beaten, and... I picked her for my vice president. <laughs> gets raped by an ape, brutally beaten, and dragged to the hospital unconscious. She woke up three days later and said, where is that marvelous ape? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. No one ever because women like to be abused like that. Really? Yeah. That was the... I was Please, come over here and beat the crap out of me and let me Thank tell you, you how I told it you is. this a long time ago on the hideout. That's the philosophy of women. Okay. Okay. Stop it. Here's, here's the, uh, the full... You are so The full dumb. joke. Did you hear the, uh, the one about the woman who was attacked no, on the street didn't. violently by a gorilla, beaten senseless, raped, and left to die? No, we didn't. Tell us. When she finally regained consciousness and tries to speak, her doctor leans over to hear the content and feebly asks, where is that marvelous ape? What? Where did he tell this That's from? Weak. Like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, 1986. Uh, <laughs> in a, uh, was in some kind of, like, uh, dinner. That's all right. That rape was cool back then. Mm. That's acceptable. I guess, yeah, in 86. Yeah. All right. And, uh, as... And there's something about, wait, um, now we know why John McCain didn't think it was a problem to accept $300,000 by this Williams, who had this to say about rape. As long as it's inevitable, you might as well lay back and show No, that's, yeah. that's, that, this reminds me of the Kid McLovin doing Sinbad. Comedy. Right, yeah, where you're sitting there trying to get over. I some more McCain bits. Bad jokes and bad jokes. All right, let's take I a break. I think of that <laughs> old man uttering how a rape joke. I don't know why. So that's why you're voting for him? Yes. All right, we'll come back on the other <laughs> side. It's the Hideout, FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. You're in the Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The hideout. 
the hideout. El Jefe and J-Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The hideout. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night. Jefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Joe Ardinger. Joe Radio's next. Hey there, Joe. How are you? Joe. How you doing, boys? Good, buddy. How are you? Hey, Hefe, I'm so proud of you. I'm excited. Are you ready for your big sex change this week? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I haven't been listening to the show, but you were telling me a couple of weeks ago that you were taking a hiatus from the show to get this, these issues worked out. And actually, I hope I didn't spoil anything. Actually, it's have funny you announced that- it yet? Um, that was going to be for the next break, so thank you for playing spoiler. Uh, and oh, my it's bad. Fun- it's funny that you talk about him getting a sex change because he got a rug burn on his stomach and now he kind of looks like uh, a naughty bit. What? <laughs> a big furry stomach. You're such an ass. Hey, uh, J-Dubs, it's, yeah. it's football season. Any new mm-hmm. tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I were betting tattoos this year, I would be chock full of them and it's only week three. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's coming up in Joe Radio tonight, Joe? Well, we've got a hodgepodge. We're going to be talking about uh, the the big bailout coming and how. What'd you think of that, Joe? I think. Well, what I know is that uh, if they bail out to the tune of seven hundred billion dollars, it's <laughs> going, it's coming uh, from us, the tax the taxpayers, and that comes to about two hundred thirty no two thousand three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents per American. Uh, that's awesome. I got that underneath my bed. So I'm just going to go ahead and give them that now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, help out a millionaire. You know. Why not? Let's help out the banks. We can't. We can't raise taxes on those poor, hardworking people. Of course not. <laughs> what else, Joe? Uh, we'll talk about Sarah Palin, and uh, we'll talk about. I love her. Just, just. You, you're still in love with the I, the Palinator. I love. Yeah, I love her. Princess Palin is a hit. She wears glasses, and she's a hockey mom, and <laughs> that is enough for me. And she's just like me. She was a sportscaster and a beauty queen. Mother of the year. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's a hodgepodge. No guests, so feel free to call in 800-636-1067 for Joe Radio. Joe Radio coming up in just about 30 minutes. Thank you so much, Joe. 5,000. 5,000, 5, Joe. Hey, I wonder if between now and then, instead of doing show prep, mm-hmm. uh, he'll be hopping on the Internet porn bandwagon. I hope so. Do you hear about this? That now, all of a sudden... Some guy that tracks, you know, people track uh, who goes to Pours, where. Yeah. Uh Hitwise, I guess they say that now these social networking websites have overtaken pornography uh, as far as what people are going to and visiting online. Here's what upsets me. Does anybody not use two windows anymore? Do you have to only use one window? I have one on MySpace and one on Richard's Realm. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to say that. We never really got to discuss that one. Richard's Realm is awesome. What is it? Richard's Realm is a free free porn site. Free porn, huh? Yeah, I've been using it since 1995. I found it my sophomore year of high school. Is it is it is it Richard, actual full movies or uh, no, there's like free 15, porn everywhere on no, the internet? No, not like though. this. This is 15 20 second clips. This is just like navigation wise easy to find. Yep, anything you want to watch. Anything. What about you porn? Not you porn. That? All these things those are way too hard to uh, navigate and find exactly what you want and there's not enough Variety. Not yeah. enough. Yeah, not enough variety. And hard to navigate. It's categorized in what you exactly. want to watch. You've yeah, never been to to our double R. Let me. Well, let me tell you about Rich- have to go to double R. Let me tell you about Richard's Realm. It's richards-realm.com, by the way. If no, you know, it. just Google Richard's Realm. And if you go there, there is there is a bunch of just uh, piles and top of piles, ten years, twelve years worth 
of compiled porn on there. I don't yeah. want to see 80s and early yeah, 90s No, it's not. Porn. I mean, it's from, I, it was there. It was chock full of it when I was my sophomore year it's high a school. trove. I got a lot of sick days thanks to Richard's Realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what. By the way, takes me, it takes me about an hour and a half to That's run terrible. one. You ought to be embarrassed for that. Because I have to find the perfect scene. And if I go on a U-porn <laughs> or feel, something. I feel sorry for your computer. I, I, I'll tell you what. It should have... More viruses than uh, FA's computer. Than uh, yeah, than Rock yeah. He ruined said. a couple of mine. <laughs> uh, that's awful. Oh, by the way, it's the hideout. Hefe Dubs and Satchel Patch. Nikki Palin also hanging out with us too. A uh, female friend coming in. Why is porn so bad for the computer? It's because it's usually I would assume a pretty easy way. You figure a lot of people are going to be seeing it, and if you want to get a worm or a virus attached to. Then that's what you go, you know. And every time you open a window, there's like four other windows that open with it that like scream at you. Yeah. No, not I, at Richard's I, realm. I, no. I've never done internet porn. All right. I'm not going to say never. I did. <laughs> but, but like I have not done internet porn. I could legitimately say since uh, during the second half of the Bush administration. I'll say I had a phase. I went through a phase with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I still I got my old DVDs. Phase. I got my old DVDs and also to some VHS and I'm happily... Uh, I'm happy VHS, with that. huh? Oh, still, man. I have. I, I think I may have a VHS tape. I have a bunch of tapes. I just don't have a VCR right now. <laughs> no, I still but got a VCR. I'm, I'm keeping them just for a rough day, and I'll go out and buy Vintage. a ten dollar. I don't uh, own any porn at all. Uh uh-uh. uh So chicks don't do it at all. Oh yeah, chicks totally do it. But not I the, don't own any. But not. But do you, sir? Is it with porn or yeah. do you just you you really while watching porn? Yeah. I didn't know that. Damn. See, I can't get my chick to watch porn with me. Why not? Well, I, I don't know, because it's like it's almost a thing of... It's filthy. Well, yeah, I would love to act it you out and be like, not. we could do this and we could do that, and she's not... She, she doesn't <laughs> do stop She over here saying it's not filthy. What do you watch? Just some normal old stuff? We're talking about no. some hardcore. Do you watch cuddling porn or something? Yeah, no, I don't watch cuddling yeah. porn. They're kissing. No, uh, <laughs> she, she watches HBO late night. <laughs> HBO after midnight. By the way... I do too now, and that, you, you got to be careful where you go. Yeah, uh, it shows you know just the nastiness. Everything but the deed actually happening yeah. graphically. Which you know normally you just didn't that's weak. I don't think so. I I, I I would rather actually how I was raised watching uh, Skinamax at night. I prefer seeing the chest up area. Yeah, of what? Yeah, during the points. I like the kind. I of love that. that. Yeah, I don't need a close up. I'm. I don't need that, that. or scat. <laughs> Sporty. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Come back on the other side. We'll wrap this thing up. It's a Saturday night. It is the hideout. Uh, that is right here. Hideoutradio.com. Uh, I don't even know what we're going to... Dubs, I'm just going to give you the passwords to everything, and everything's yours now. Wonderful. Uh, one final segment for me in the hideout, and that's one too many on 106.7 <laughs> WJFK. The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. I'm starting to think you might be communists. The Hideout. The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. The Hideout. 
back in the hideout, wrapping it up on a Saturday night. Joe Radio on the way in about 17-800-636-1067. Want to thank uh, the Satchel Patch. Also, Nikki Palin for coming in. If y'all don't mind, I'd like to talk to my boy Dubs here, though. All you. Aw, a little heart to heart. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, I announced earlier that I am leaving the show. Effective immediately. Yeah. Um, I, this is tough. I, 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 you know, here's what I could feasibly be back in six weeks. Mm-hmm. This, the chances are fairly slim. Yeah. About that, but and it would be a non-situation. If it was, I, I honestly, I could say that I don't know where. I don't, I don't. We would do it, but I, I just don't know that it would be worth it. Mm-hmm. Given, the, and you'll understand a little bit more coming up. Uh, uh, the circumstances would make it very awkward. Um, just the logistics, right, of everything, right, exactly. Um, but I do want to say that, uh, it just in, one thing is for sure. That uh, Dubs and I um, worked together for a very long time, since, what, 2000, mm-hmm. when we very first met? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think, and I can't say too much without letting, but if people figure it out, they'll figure it out in some way. I'm just, the only reason I'm being so coy about what it is I'm trying to say is that... It's a, a respect thing to whoever and whatever you're going to be doing. That and what I'm possibly doing now, mm. you know. But what what is for sure is that, um, you know, Dubs and I have been buddies for a very long time, bestest of friends, roommates. You want to talk about thick and thin? Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, dude. Uh, you and I, we had... It's actually been our nicknames at times. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thin, though, ironically. Yeah. I'm leaving the show the lightest I've ever see, been. See, that's what you do. You, you, you leave the current uh, chick you got when you lose all the weight. I guess that's true, huh? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't want to do this. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I'm actually getting a little uh, emotional here. You know, because I'm just thinking back, like, I don't know, the times in Michigan, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just... The, the stuff that we did there and then the dream that we had coming to D.C. the first time with the audition that Saturday night and then doing the late nights and then, um, you know, and then, and then getting that late night gig and meeting Ron and Fez and doing everything with Don and Mike and then that got blown up to hell. Mm-hmm. Then we got to go to Orlando. Which, Wait. you know, we, 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 when we went there, we had the best intentions of making the best out of. But no, we didn't because we had a bad attitude. We we felt scorned by JFK. Yeah, we, we kind of took it out on them. Yeah, and we shouldn't have. And we weren't we were not growing up enough to realize and understand mm. uh, that we did need to get better on on certain levels. And I don't think we accomplished that in Orlando. And I think that was part of the reason, um, other than just normal old downsizing, you know, that Orlando didn't work out. Uh, and it was tough. You know, we, then we moved together to Tampa Bay, and uh, we're doing the thing in Tampa Bay, uh, just living, waiting for some stuff to materialize. And during that point, man, Oof. you and I, gave, we, we gave up on the external people whom we had on the show, and we decided we're going back to basics, and all we need is each other, not to sound like a couple of 
Moe's and uh, New York happened. And that week up in New York with you and I and Free FM back up there with Ron and Fez. You killed. Not only killed, but dude was easily the highlight of my life. I'm not even going to say life, but it's right up there. Career. Yeah, because we were up there in New York. We killed and we got a job. That, eventually... that, that, that was always the goal. New York radio um, and killing doing it, which we did, which admittedly by the uh, powers that be, we did. Yeah. And uh, there was stuff that should have happened at that point that got blown to hell. So then from there, it's just like, what's next? Ironically, because that's the show that we did in New York. And yeah. um, from there... Uh, Sound the Beach for a while from there. Until CK said, hey, you boys want to come back and do it from Tampa Bay? And we did. And it was rough for a little while. And it got better. And we brought on the Satchel Patch and the kid. And it got even better. And I think the show was really humming. And humming to the point where there were some, some potential things in the future. Mm-hmm. That ironically, I am I am giving I'm giving up on because you can't just hold out for the future. And we did it for almost two years there. Yeah, so I made it. I made a decision that for me and what it is that I'm going to do, I'm excited about it, um, and I think that eventually Dubs and I will work together again. Uh, but it was just at this point you got to kind of break up the team and go do our thing, and then hopefully we get it all back together. So, uh... That is the plan. Yeah. But, um, I... I leave this show with so much that I put into it. It's gotten us a lot. It's made us a lot of friends. Um, and, uh, I do love D.C. And I love the hideout. And, um... And, yeah. So, I think that... I think that you're gonna be all right. Uh, I know you will be. Um, you, I think you and Satchel are going to do a fantastic show. I think you boys are very talented, very funny. Uh, I think that uh, Satchel's a great guy to leave you with. Um, whether or not Nikki hangs out and stays with you guys, or if it's someone else that you That'll bring in, and you know it'll it, it'll be different. It'll be a different kind of show, well, without I, a doubt. I, I don't know that it'll even continue to be the hideout. You're more than welcome to continue the name, mm-hmm. you know, because you help build it, or if you want to change it and do something different. Um, That's all dependent on a bunch of different things, Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to thank you for being a great radio partner and even a better friend. It's been, uh, it's been a wacky eight years, um, but it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I just want to honestly thank you for everything. You bet. Hit the music. Turn the music on. <sighs> How many times have we done this show <laughs> where we say goodbye? Yeah. We're like a cockroach. We just... Yeah, well, we, you can't get rid of us. We'll pop up again sometime. Yeah. And I'll be honest. And we'll be pissed that we do. Yeah. <laughs> Back to this old song and dance, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a really cool thing that I'm going to be doing. And um, I wish I could talk about it now, but I just can't. But as soon as I can, I think some of you that hear what it is, you might be pissed at first. But then I think you'll even kind of be excited and know that 
you know, maybe it does all come back together again in a way that will hopefully get us over. In a way. So, uh, anyway, uh, Nikki, thanks for hanging out tonight. Satchel Patch. My pleasure. Uh, good. Uh, thank you so much for coming in because honestly, when we brought you and the kid in, it was it really we got the fun back. It was good mm-hmm. to mix it up. I think you're a talent, and I think yeah, I think you and Dubs are going to do a really good show together. I think the show will be re-energized, and um, I think it'll be good. I think you boys are going to be good. So, uh, well, thank you to you. It's, it's been a pleasure and it's been an honor to work with you. Uh, you're very talented and very intelligent young man, and uh, the future's bright for you. Really, honestly. Thanks, Dad. I've kind of learned a lot from you. Thank you, Boomhauer. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Sorry to end it on such a downer. Hideoutheretics.net. Hopefully, we'll still be around. I want to thank all the heretics who've stuck Mm -hmm. with us, those who have all the message boards, especially Nameless, who runs Hideoutheretics.net. I want to thank CK, who brought us back and who really is a fan of ours. Um, Thank you, CK. Uh, and everybody else uh, who, uh, who has helped us out in D.C. and on WJFK. Um, so anyway, I thank all you guys. And um, 5,000. 5,000.5,000. And I'm Audi, 5,000. Yeah! <laughs>